0: Lean in with Lisa, put her to the test. Lean in with Lisa, so get off your chest. It's more than just a trend, cause everyone's her friend. So lean in with Lisa, spend your time with Lisa. Lisa's got something to
1: say. So reach out to Lisa every day.
0: I'm so happy to have my guest, Cherie Johnson, on my show today. She is a former anchorwoman. Uh, from Baltimore, Maryland. She is an expert in organizational leadership, communication, and how authentic leader behavior affects employee job performance. And she wrote a book. So she's an author of this amazing book that everyone needs to read. And Cherie, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. This amazing woman attended the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and she majored in journalism communication, and she received her master's degree from Johns Hopkins University. Wow. I'm very intimidated already. And in her spare time, Dr. Johnson enjoys reading, traveling, spending time with her family and her dog, Shayla. So she's a dog person like me, which is so awesome. I am so Happy to have you on with me today.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having
0: me. Look how beautiful. Okay, I needed to wear color because (laughs) to me, you are the most, one of the most colorful people I've ever met. And it (laughs) comes all from within because as soon as I met you for the first time, I knew you and I were going to get along. <laughs> and because I'm a pretty colorful person I guess I would people would probably say that about me I guess I hope <laughs> but you are like to me a chameleon <laughs> and it's like you could do it all thank, you're like you, re, thank you You're like a you're like a you're a renaissance woman
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I could spend all day with you thank you so much. well I if you lived closer it. we would
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say that um, I'm, I'm a little intimidated. I mean, I was a B student, I guess I would say I was a B student. Um, my teachers liked me. They wrote nice letters to get me into, you know, college, college. to. <laughs> I didn't, wasn't the, I wasn't like, you know, straight A. So. You were one of those people that
1: I kind of like envied. (laughs) You know, actually, I wasn't straight A in high school. But as time went on, I think I enjoyed college more than I did um, high school. Um, Why is that? You know, I think that's because I guess people were more mature and, you know, you just had the freedom. And, you know, in college, it was more reading and writing and mm-hmm. writing uh, was my strength hence yes. journalism major um, Indeed so you were able to really focus in on what you love to do and so that i mean once you found your passion then it really wasn't, it wasn't studying. studying you know you, so were you could really- go
0: to the li- you could go to the library and kind of hide away and do your exactly. reading and your writing while i went to the library and socialized <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I, you know, I did a little bit of socializing too.
0: <laughs> and that was my major.
1: No, it wasn't my major, but I did, you know, I had a good balance. I had a good balance. You know, my dad told me before I went, do not become a professional student, get in, get out. <laughs> you know? and, and, and you and know you what? Did exactly. I, I did. I got in, but then I went back and then I went back again. You know, but he's so happy. He is so proud, though. He loves calling me Dr. Johnson. Loves How calling me not, Dr. Johnson.
0: Wait a minute. How could he not be proud of you? Look at you. Look what you've done. I mean, yes. first of all, you I wrote a million questions, but forget about the questions. I just <laughs> want to have a, I want to talk. Okay? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It's best so, conversations.
0: Because you're so, um, you know, you, you, you're just so interesting to me. And, well, do you want to tell everyone how we met the first time or you'd, would you would rather not? Have I, knew, I, well, I'm, I'm, I have a Washington, <laughs> D.C. cup because I couldn't find a Maryland cup.
1: So this is you the closest what? I could get to Maryland. And that and that and that is perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. So, yes, you can go ahead and tell them how we originally met. <laughs> okay. So about, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago? It was. It was. 15
0: years ago. I was doing my matchmaking business and I get a call from this woman, you, and you said, can you help me find Mr. Wright?" And we talked for a while and then we got to know each other over the phone and I fell in love with you. And I said, I don't think there's anyone good enough for you. (laughs) So forget it. We're not going to find him. No, I said, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to try to find this guy for you because you need someone. What did I say? I said you need someone special. Yeah, someone I remember. who appreciates, someone who appreciates you, mm-hmm. someone who can kind of keep up with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very important because you know. Mm-hmm. And I never found him. Me either. <laughs> And
1: I want to know why you haven't found him. If I
0: haven't found I him, just come
1: I'm just not lucky in love. I'm, I'm just not lucky in love. And you know what? I think I was married to my dissertation and now I'm married to my new business, Sheree Johnson Communications, and then writing a book. I'm just so busy. So I just haven't, yeah, just have not been lucky Ooh. in love. I love your hair. Oh, this is a nice photo
0: of you. Thank you. Oh, you look very uh, coiffed. very quaffed. So your book, your book is authentic leadership in the workplace. Yes. And when you, and I reconnected. Yes. I said, okay, I got to have you on my show. I was so, because I, we all, at a young age, we, we get out of college, we move on to the workplace, you know, the work, the world of, of having a career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I worked in an office and I had a boss mm-hmm. and, uh, I had several bosses cause I had several jobs and it's an interesting thing because when I was reading your book, if I only had this book, <laughs> why didn't I have this book back then? Exactly. I would have been, would have been senior vice president of the company. <laughs>
1: This book does have a lot of good information in it. And you're absolutely right. You know, I started working on it with my dissertation and, um, you know, I got my doctorate in organizational leadership. And so with that, you have to find a problem and before you can get permission to start writing it. So I started doing my research and I found that many employees were suffering at the hands of malicious leaders. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, leadership, leaders set the tone. They set an example for the rest of the organization. Absolutely. Um, It's like parents set set the tone for children. Right. And so I started doing research and found that um, leadership styles were coming into question because organizations were having problems and it started with the leadership. And so when I, you know, wrote my dissertation, successfully defended it, I said, you know what, this information um, shouldn't be just for academics or to put it in a, a, a peer review article. The general public needs to know this information. We, you know, I need to get this information out. So that's when I rewrote um, my dissertation in a conversational manner, something that the average person could read. Um, and that's when I turned that information and that research and created the book authentic leadership in the workplace because I felt that the information was so important um, that we needed to get that out to to leaders at corporations um, leaders at universities nonprofit for-profit it it actually goes across the whole gamut and,
0: and and it's such an easy read it's such an easy read because it's not a lot you know it's its I mean it's what is it how many pages it's not even it's a about
1: hundred pages all yeah. right
0: it's a hundred page it, book You could do it in a weekend maybe I night. love it I love that it's an easy read because I don't, you know, I got to tell you, I'm not a big reader. I am not. (laughs) I read this on the plane to New York. Nice. And I, you know, and I really learned a lot Uh, when I worked back in the day, Mm -hmm. I remember having a boss, a female boss. Mm -hmm. Well, I had two different situations. One was a female boss who... I felt w- wasn't a good leader and she didn't mm-hmm. encourage me and she didn't, um, she didn't help me in any way. And in fact, if anything, she, uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, sabotaged me and mm-hmm. I was afraid to go to work every day because I didn't know what I was going to get. And so I would wake up every morning and I would get ready and I would walk into the office and everyone around there, you know, all the other employees were wonderful. And I was very close to all of them Mm -hmm. and except her. Mm -hmm. And there was something that was just so bizarre, but she pinpointed me Mm -hmm. and I didn't know why until after years later, I ran into a friend of mine. Who she knew and kept in touch with, and she said to this friend, "Well, she shared some stuff with the friend because I had been in a you know relationship mm. uh, with someone with a you know with my fiance. I was engaged. and she was very bitter, mm. and she was having some problems in uh, in having a healthy relationship mm. for whatever reason." And she told the person she was uh, sorry that she treated me the way she did mm-hmm. because she knew deep down that, it was, that I was doing my job. Yeah. It was such a miserable experience for me. And, it, and, and if she had read this book, yeah, she would have been a nicer boss.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad and it's hard to hear things like that. But, you know, many... The research shows that many employees are experiencing unpleasant um, things going on in the workplace. And that's why it is so important um, to get the information out and, you know, because we want healthy workplaces. We want places where people want to go to work and, you know, we've heard about the great resignation. Nowadays, people just aren't taking it anymore. If they're not happy, they're leaving. So, but
0: some of them yeah. can't. But yeah, what about the yes. ones who can't? What about the exactly. ones who have to put food on the table? What about exactly. the ones who have to support their families or the right. single moms out there who mm-hmm. who have deadbeat uh, husbands who, who leave and just leave them with their chil- the children? What yeah. about the ones who are being discriminated against? What yeah. about the ones who are uh, uh, working in a company where... Uh, they've been there for, let's say, 20 years, and then some young person comes along Mm
1: -hmm. and is
0: their boss and feels like, you know, now I'm the boss. Mm -hmm. You are just some person who, okay, you know, is disrespectful. Disrespect? I have seen so many, I've heard so many stories about people who come into the company mm-hmm. and treat the people who have been there, who made the company what it is, mm-hmm. and just treat them like a nobody. yeah It takes away their self-esteem and that could really be damaging to someone.
1: It, it definitely can. I mean, you know, one of the things that I focus on in my book is being an authentic leader improves employee job performance. So, you know, the research showed that you know, if you have an unethical, immoral leader, employees don't want to work for that person. They just tune out and they don't really perform well. And, you know, one of the things I interviewed employees um, for this book, I interviewed and I talked to them and they, yeah, they said they don't want to work for someone that's unethical or immoral. And when you have behavior like that at the top, then you're not going to get good results in your organization. And, you know, again, some employees are suffering, um, and have mental disorders. This can cause mental disorder. Oh, are you kidding me? If they are subjected to this kind of treatment day in and day out, and they feel that there's no way out. So, you know, you want to have a healthy, efficient, you know, work environment, a place where people want to come, a place where people are happy, a place where people can thrive. Um, and it starts Absolutely. with the leadership. It starts yes, with the it, leadership. It An and authentic leader is someone that is open, honest, transparent, and communicates mm-hmm. well with their employees.
0: Well, transparency and is very important.
1: Exactly. And, communi- and,
0: and communication that
1: that, that's what people want. And I mean, know, in, commu- in life, in
0: life, you have to be communicative Absolutely. and you also have to be transparent in life, Absolutely. even with with uh, your family, your kids, your husband, your wife, mm-hmm. your whoever it is, mm-hmm. you know. And and if do you realize how many people, if they were more communicative and more open mm-hmm. and more honest with their feelings? Yeah. In other words, if let's say a friend of mine is mad at me mm-hmm. and. I don't hear from her. I wonder, okay, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Did I do something to offend her? Instead of waiting to hear to see what happens, I'll reach out and say, is there anything I said to offend you? Is there anything I did to hurt your feelings? If there is, you got to tell me this so I can yeah. learn from this because I'm not I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. We all we all screw up, but at least it's a learning and growing experience, correct?
1: Be proactive. Yeah. Be proactive.
0: Yeah. Be proactive. Mm-hmm. And in relationships, especially, you know, well, that's a whole other story. But I want to <laughs> know that so you wrote about organizational organizational leadership.
1: Mm-hmm. What is that? so this book focuses in i got my degree i mean i know what it is leadership. but i want you to tell people what it is exactly so i got my degree in organizational leadership but this book focuses in on authentic leadership and authentic leadership comes from the authentic leadership theory and it's a type okay. of leadership style there are thousands of leadership styles transformational leader servant leadership ethical leadership and so Authentic leadership comes out of transformational leadership, which is someone that um, evokes change in an organization. And, you know, basically with some employees suffering, you know, it was determined that we need to find more positive leadership styles. Okay. And authentic leadership was developed in 2003. So you have some like transformational leadership that have been around forever. And as a matter of fact, when I began to write my dissertation, you know, my professors were like, stay away from that one. It's overdone. Get something new that we haven't really heard of. And so that's when I found Authentic Leadership, which was developed in 2003. And so there still needs to be more research on that to find out its effects. And one of the things that I did find out was it ha- it's a positive leadership style that has a positive effect on its employees. And it's something that we hope, you know, sometimes people have situational leadership. They'll take different leadership styles and use them at different points. And so if they could just evoke and use a little bit and sprinkle a little bit of authenticity in there, that would be helpful. You know, I've been also going on speaking tours, so I'm an authentic leadership speaker. So human resources groups have particularly been very interested in authentic leadership. Of course. So I've spoken to um, the Human Resources Certification Institute, HRCI. I just did a webinar with them last week and over about 2000 HR professionals hopped on this um, virtual webinar and I was training them about authentic leadership. And they were just very interested. Mm -hmm. And by taking this course, they get like a, a recertification point. Wow. So I was very excited to see that this group invited me in to speak about it. And this was a part of their certification process. Wow. So that was, you know, people are beginning to take oh, this seriously. That's fantastic. And I'm actually gonna be headed out to California in September, Monterey, well- California. The, You're going
0: um, to Monterey? Yes. The, That's um, one Society, of my favorite places.
1: Society for Human Resources Management. Their uh, Northern California chapter of SHRM it has invited me to speak at their national uh, co- conference. So Bravo. I'm going to be speaking about um, authentic leadership. So human resources professional, they understand. And they have been reaching out to me to, yes. um, to speak on it and um and that's That's exciting. wonderful. That's exciting because they because
0: are the ones exciting. who are hiring all of these employees absolutely. and Absolutely. And the employees then move up and they become employers.
1: Yes. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that I think is it's great. Exciting.
0: Yeah, to get the that word is, out. Yeah, I have to tell all my peeps to uh go to your uh your seminar. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm very if I excited. Can get to,
0: Oh, if I can get there, maybe we could have lunch. Uh,
1: it, hey, I love it. That I be love be it. Fun? Sounds good. Oh, that yeah. would be so fun. And if yeah. you get to LA, you better let me know. Okay, I definitely will, will do. We'll do. But um, yeah, okay. I mean, the speaking tour is picking up people. That's know great. Me. How do
0: people find you and sign up
1: on online? On my website, www.cheriespeaks.com. Yes. So we're going to post that on yes, the website. Uh, on the,
0: on the podcast, when we post Thank it, you. we will post that. Thank um, you. But I have to ask you, so you were an anchor woman for years. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. That was always something I have, like, strived to do. Not, oh. nece- ne- not necessarily be an anchor woman because I'm not really a, a – I wouldn't say I'm a journalist. Uh-huh. But I did create my own television show back in the day on <laughs> – I did my own little public access show where I interviewed people on the red carpet mm-hmm. at all the ac- different awards, you know, Academy Awards, Grammy Awards, and I edited my show myself mm-hmm. and then I was hired by KCET and they hired me to actually do the red carpet interviews at the, at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I interviewed some great people. I, intergr- mm-hmm. I interviewed Steven Spielberg, uh, Sandra Bullock, and people like that. And then I had an audition for E! Entertainment and my agent sent me over there and I wanted that so badly, I didn't get it. But I did get an offer to work in a small market in Yuma, Arizona.
1: Ah. Have you ever worked there? No, but I'm familiar with it. We we all had to start somewhere. So yes, yes. (laughs) I I started in Washington, North Carolina. Sort of (laughs) similar. Exactly. So, and I was in a relationship
0: at the time mm-hmm. and I was with, you know, was dating someone who was very against, you know, how, you know, how are we going to be in touch and how are we going to see each other, blah, 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 all that. Anyway, I didn't take the job. I didn't marry the guy either. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. But see, that's the, the difference. I took the job. See, <laughs>
0: And you were the smart one. I should have taken the job. <laughs> I could I could be Mary Hart right now. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. Um so you have Emmys. You have an Emmy. Yeah.
1: How cool is that? Very how it, could you it, give up? How could you give something like that up? It was it was a lot of fun. You know what? I enjoyed reporting and anchoring. 20 years, um, you know, telling people stories, being a voice for the voiceless. I really, really, I, I love what I, I really did love what I did. Um, but it just came a time and it came a point where I, my gut was telling me I need something more. I need to do something different. And I wanted to go in a different direction. And, um, and it wasn't an easy decision and it wasn't a quick decision. I actually started having these thoughts uh, and it, it took me about a year. And I just thought about it. And after about a year, I said, I'm ready. I'm ready to make the change, make the career change. And so I left television news and went into public relations, moved into communications, um, You know, working for um, a county administrator in, um, in Maryland. I was like the press secretary, director of communications. Um, and then I left there and went to K through 12 school system And, um, and then I moved up, started moving up into management, um, started getting into the executive management level. And then I thought, you know what, I need to go back to school and get more education. So I went back and got my master's and then I went back and got my doctorate in organizational leadership because I began to oversee communication teams, teams of people. And so, um, it, and it was, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, even though I made that change, I never looked back. It was the right decision. And I'm so really? happy with what I'm doing right now. You know what I said? I said, I should have left a, a lot sooner. <laughs> but um, but it was great. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh-huh. And you know what? It helped prepare me for where I am now. Um, it definitely helped prepare me. So I wouldn't change See, if you were in a experience. relationship...
0: So, if you were in a relationship, let's say, with someone, and I mean, who knows where you might be right now? I mean, you may be sitting at home eating potato chips on the couch.
1: <laughs> you never know. You never you know. No, know, but and I never do keep want. busy. I,
0: I know, I, and you were always that way. Constantly. and, you, and you, you know what? This this was meant for you to do. I mean, you yeah. were meant to be speaking in front of people, and and mm-hmm. and you know, giving them this information and giving them these tools. I mean, this is this is
1: gold. This stuff is gold yeah I, I just i've always liked being a voice for the voiceless and you know like i said there's a lot of employees that are silently suffering and they don't so feel like there's a way out and so it is important that we reach leaders and we try to instill some positivity in leadership and you know it, it just goes a long way for a healthy uh workforce and a productive yes. workforce
0: Well, let me ask you a question that maybe you've never been asked. Mm. Can I ask you a few of those? Let
1: me see. Yeah, go ahead. It's
0: something I do. It's something I enjoy doing on my podcast. And some of these, so some of these questions actually were written by my, one of my writers, my writer, uh, Adam Labarkin. So if they're bad, it's not my fault. (laughs) Okay. You
1: ready? I'm ready.
0: Here we go, baby. All right, you're a doctor. Who would you rather have remove your appendix? Doctor Oz, Doctor Phil, or Doctor Dre?
1: So I am a doctor of education, not a medical doctor. But <laughs> but if you had your appendix
0: taken out, who would do it? Who would so you want would to go do with, it? I guess
1: I would go with Doctor Oz, maybe. <laughs> really? Not Doctor Dre? Why not? No, I'm kidding. Well, that, that's because he's music. That's because. His forte well, is music. <laughs> maybe he could rap while he's uh, taking right. out your appendix, right? Yeah, his, his specialty is music. <laughs> so. Exactly.
0: You're an expert in organizational leadership and employee and employer communication. Have you ever been fired? Wow. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully never. But everybody, everyone's, oh, my earring just fell off, you see? that's why we don't do this live. (laughs) No, I have not. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing.
1: Yes, that is a very good thing. And uh, why do you think that is? Well, you know what? I have a good work ethic. Um, I know my job. And I bring, you know, a culture ad, you know, to whatever organization that I work for. And you show you up know, on time. you do, I your job do what I'm and you go supposed home, to do, right? I do what I'm supposed to do and execute very well. Good for you. That's great.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, I know you're so good in organizational skills. If you saw what my office looked like, you'd get scared. <laughs> so I think we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to book a session with you. Uh, you know, on the phone or something. Hey, we're gonna have to do. I a, a, would love to
1: chat with you.
0: We're gonna have to do a Facetime session because I need your help. Mm-hmm. Do you organize, help people organize other things besides being in the workplace? I mean, I bet you, I bet your office is spotless.
1: It is. It is. But um, yes, I focus on um, leadership coaching. Um, that yes. might be a life coach. <laughs> well, or, or maybe <laughs> that I might have be to... a life coach. But yeah, I focus gonna... on leadership coaching.
0: I'll hire an organizer. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You have a popular news segment called Making a Difference.
1: Is that right? I had that was when I was uh, a reporter. That was many moons ago.
0: Oh, when you had when you were a reporter, you had a, a popular news segment called yes. "Making a Difference." Okay, what is the difference between a shooting star and a comet? Adam, you, do you like that? Ooh.
1: You've never been asked <laughs> I that. Have you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Science wasn't my thing. <laughs> Neither, was it wasn't my thing either. I got to see journalism, it fine. Journalism in mass communications.
0: I just want to say thank you so much for being thank on my you, podcast. Thank it's, you uh, for having
1: me. Way
0: overdue, way overdue. Way
1: overdue. Yes. Good luck yes, it is.
0: Thank Good you. Good luck with the book. Thank you. And have a great time in Monterey, California, and then maybe we'll see each other.
1: Uh, maybe we will. And Lisa, real quickly, um, I have a master class on authentic leadership and staff success September 15th so folks can join that all the information to register for the masterclass is going to be on my website Perfect. So hope, hope, hope folks can make it
0: thanks again for joining me today on Leaning with Lisa I want to thank my guest Dr. Sheree Johnson my producers Alan Tudzinski and Melissa Lenner pretty easy podcast my writer Adam Labarkin and my composer Jeff Urban and until next time Leaning out. Lean in, with Lisa. Put it to the test. Lean in, with Lisa. So get off your chest. It's more than just a trend, cause everyone's her friend. So lean in with Lisa. Spend your time with Lisa. Lisa's got something to say. So reach out to Lisa every day. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited for my next podcast with my guest, Dr. Sheree Johnson, who is the author of Authentic Leadership in the Workplace. It's going to be a very informative show. I think you're all going to watch, so don't miss it.